Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. It is Sunday the 22nd of March 2020 and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica where it has been a beautiful day and uh, in this very strange time we are in, um, onward we go. So we are in the middle of uh, I guess one would say a global crisis, death anxiety, as I spoke about last week. Um, you know, story. We're, we're in a global story. And essentially, the story is this virus that everybody knows about that I don't need to get into details about because everyone knows about it. And that's the story. That is the manifest, that is what we call the manifest story. Now, if you listened to me last week and you heard me discuss my training, this is where we call something a manifest story. So the virus is a manifest story. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean it's not happening. It doesn't mean anything. It's just the story. And there is um, a larger story than this. This is our the story we hold in our hand in the newspaper, um, on our computer, on our phone, or whatever. This is the story that is what we call the local story. And that doesn't mean, you know, what's going on in your local town and in your local newspaper. It's what's happening and it's the story on everyone's mind or on their lips or however, or that they're living. So the local story is something that has a deeper meaning. On one level, um, you know, it is a story and then we have to deal with it. It's like any other story in our lives, whether you, uh, you know, got a flat tire, your parents got divorced, you, uh, you know, lost your dog. There's a story. There's, you know, we always have some story going on. The manifest story is, you know, you lost your dog, or you got a flat tire or something. Or when you were three years old, three, three years old, your parents got divorced. And what that indicates is it's the, the, how it's manifesting in our world. So right now, something is manifesting in our world, and it is this situation that everyone is, you know, has to deal with. Now, just because it's a manifest story, doesn't mean it's the deep unconscious story. So last week I talked about death anxiety and I talked about how each of us has death anxiety and this story that we're living now provokes death anxiety. So if your parents got divorced when you were three, somehow that impressed upon you something, most likely, possibly, about endings. And this case well, that we're dealing with right now is no different. There is something ending. And this is what we're all grappling with. So it has come in the form, the manifest form of this virus. And everyone is discussing this virus or they have to behave a certain way because of this virus. And one of the, one of the things to remember this whole time is that we are you know, always on some level conscious of our own mortality on an unconscious, on some level. So we're conscious in an unconscious way. It's in our consciousness. Okay, that's an easier way of saying it. 
in our consciousness somewhere is a reminder that we're not going to be here forever. And things trigger that. So when there is a collective wave that is the end of an era, that is what we are experiencing now. This is the end of an era. Now, way back last year, when I was talking about Saturn and Pluto coming together in Capricorn, and they did that on January 12th of this year, um, they, I indicated that they are a story that creates the end of an era or that tells the story of an era. They don't create it. They, they are about the end of an era. So somewhere last year, we were working really hard and trying to achieve our mastery and working towards that and, you know, getting through this. And, and there are losses along the way, usually when there's a Saturn-Pluto. Um, but the most important thing is to achieve your mastery. And in some ways, um, you know, even though Saturn is now moved on and is now in the sign of Aquarius, and we're going to talk about that today, um, we are still, they're very close. They have been very close, Saturn and Pluto, all last year and all. And they indicate the end of an era. And so when the end of an era comes, it, the, the collective unconscious feels it, knows it, and reacts to it. And so a manifest story emerges out of the collective unconscious that creates on some level the end of an era and the end of a cycle and the end of something for each of us. Now, think back to another Saturn-Pluto time period, which is a very easy one to remember, which was 9-11. That was a Saturn-Pluto opposition. They were not a conjunction as they are now. However, when that event happened, which was horrifying and shocking and astonishing all across the world, you know, and everyone had empathy and sympathy and crisis management and people's lives changed. Some people's lives changed more deeply and profoundly than others because they lost a loved one in that event. Some people were there. Some people like me had it happen outside their kitchen window and had to live through those weeks of, you know, sirens blasting constantly and a horrible stench coming from across the river in Manhattan. Um, and we are dealing, and multitude and multitude, and I can go on and on. I mean, we know, we know the effects of that awful event. Now, this is, this is also an awful event, but there is something that is the end of an era. So we became aware of something. Maybe we can't put our fingers on it right now, but think about what happened after 9-11. Well, sure, security got tighter in, you know, all around the world at airports, security got tighter. Um, there's all sorts of codes and rules and restrictions and things, and, and now all sorts of stuff that happened as a result of that one event that one day. And the reverberation, the, the, the things that people did as a result of that, the foundations people started, the new lives people started as a result of that, the people who went and helped, the people who stood up and did something in, in their lives because of that. Think about that. So life changes when things like this happen, and we're having one of those right now. Life changes and... We are expected to change along with it, and we don't like that. So on an unconscious level, and you know, this is what's keeping you up at night and making you tired and making you exhausted, and frankly, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've been exhausted. This is an exhausting event. This whole thing has been exhausting, and it's not touched anyone I know, thank God. And my heart goes out to anyone who this has, has touched. Um, but 
I am here in this lovely place, and while my day-to-day life is going on, you know, I'm in a Latin country, and all we, you know, all we ever do is kiss each other. We kiss each, as soon as we see each other. I saw you yesterday, but I give you a kiss today and a hug today and everything. It, that that's the way it is. And right now, I'm like, well, wait, 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 we're not kissing each other. <laughs> we're not hugging each other. We're not um, doing that. And it's very strange. It's a very strange thing. Um, now, that's never going to go on forever. That will never go on forever. We can't stay without affection in our lives. Um, it's just not human. However, we are in, an, and that's just an example I'm giving you, we are in an era where there, something is shifting in our consciousness, is expecting us to embrace it, move forward, have a different life. And it's a big, it's like a giant renovation. It's like, okay, we're going to clean out our closets. This is what it does on an unconscious level. This is what's happening. We have a collective unconscious that speaks to each of our unconscious minds, and it is complicated, and it is a dark corner of our minds that we don't reach very often. So when we start to have experiences that defy our, you know, our our verbal uh articulation like what is this can you believe this Every, everyone is saying oh my god can you believe this wow this is crazy wow listen to the news wow well you know try to stay off the news um, as much as possible however after this there has to be something this doesn't last forever and something goes on after this that is potent and important and life-changing and each of us now remember let's go back to saturn pluto they're in Capricorn. They were in Capricorn together. Um, Saturn is no longer in Capricorn as of yesterday. But what we've got going on is that Saturn and Pluto demand of us to own our mastery. And our mastery requires some sort of insight and connection to the things that we want to do. And I can say that each of us is being isolated and you know not entirely isolated if you live with your children and your family that's a that's not isolation but you're you're quarantined in some way and each and every one of us has to take care of ourselves in a different way so what does this mean it means that on some level we're being asked to be quiet to take care to rest Look at that. They're all health related. When do we take care of our health? <laughs> We're always supposed to take care of our health. Each and every one of us is supposed to take care of our health. And um, wow, um, this is a novel thing. Uh, we live in a 24-7 world now. We live um, in a world where we have the phone and we can contact anybody at any time through text. We can get news any hour of the day. You know, before you had to wait for the 6 o'clock news or the 11 o'clock news or sometimes a news thing across the screen, thunderstorms in your area, you know, <laughs> a little ticker under the screen when you were trying to watch a movie. But this is something very unusual. Um, we're at being asked to take care of our health on a level that we have not before. 
So this, I would think, tends to make people look at their lives and see where they're not taking care of themselves. And that's one step towards the future. Where are you not taking care of yourself? Are you overweight? Do you feel you need to lose weight? Maybe you're not overweight, but you think you need to lose some pounds. Um, maybe you need to keep um, doing your exercise. Maybe it's been hard for you to exercise lately. Maybe you're just so exhausted from all of this. Maybe you know you, you haven't been able to exercise. You got out of hand with it. It's important to look at your life and your health and find out where it is that you um, can improve it. And that's one thing. The other thing is, many people have, like there's so many people working from home now, and there are so many people working, 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 working from home. And in this 24-7 world we live in, suddenly they're home, their kids are home, their spouse is home, their partner, whoever, their cat is home, (laughs) everybody's home and everybody's in their house and how much time in this 24-7 world do people spend at home anymore wowee you know remember remember what it was like when you went you know there were nine to five jobs and that was it you went home and this business of keeping your business going yeah a lot of people do that but you're doing it from your couch now you're doing it from your little office in your house you're maintaining what um what you do every day, but you are working, you know, with your, with your baby on your lap. And what's happening is people are getting closer to their families. And we've been hearing a lot about that, but also people are home. You know, how many people work late? How many people listening to this usually work really late, work till like, sometimes they work till eight, nine o'clock at night, then they schlep home, then they eat something crappy because it's there and because it's fast and, and then they just like, you know, sit down in front of the television and they go to bed. And that's it. And this is their day and they start all over again. And here's where things have changed. Now it's not that. Now you're getting up in the morning and maybe you do have to monitor your computer and your email and you do have to work from home, but you are staying very uh, close to your family you're, you're cooking together and having a nicer meal. You're giving yourselves more time to relax and sleep. Um, and you're having a real life again. And that's something that people are, are watching themselves do now. So, well, what's that? Hey, you know, that's the end of an era. <laughs> On some level, um, you know, we've been way, going way, way, way too fast. Capricorn is a sign of achievement, and we are way over the top in the achievement department. And yes, we can be great, and we can be fantastic and grand and find our greatness, but it doesn't have to be in the office. Maybe we're going to find something else in our lives that we're really happy with that makes us happy and causes us to change our lives. Sometimes these things are an enforced life change to get us to change our lives on a deeper level. And frankly, I've been talking with my friends here. I live on a community property where it's like a, it's like a compound. It's not a commune. It's a it's a compound. We all it's like a bunch of apartments, like a complex. But it's but it's not really apartments. It's little homes, and and we have gardens and everything. And we're talking, and we're you know we're very curious as to what's on the other side of this. What is on the very other side of this? Um, how does that work? Um, 
what what is it that we're going to come to as a result of this change in our lives as a result of transformation which is you know due to the saturn pluto that happened and that kind of continues because things keep triggering the planets that engaged in you know that point um so saturn and pluto were 22 capricorn and then you know Jupiter just went over there. Mars just went over there. It's getting triggered and triggered and re-triggered. And now Mars and Jupiter met on Friday, and tomorrow Mars meets with Pluto. And so I'm starting to feel like Mars and Pluto is deep transformation. Mars and Pluto together is very is profound transformation. And what I feel like is maybe we're going to reach some sort of point tomorrow. We're going to get some new information. We're going to reach a peak in all of this, and then the peak is going to start going down. Um, we're going to have something that's, you know, evident or insightful as a result of Mars and Pluto coming together. So tomorrow, Mars and Pluto at, at this, you know, point of 24 degrees of Capricorn. And what's exciting is that maybe on the other side of this, something incredible is waiting for you. And you have to believe that. You have to believe that because on the other side of this, you're either going to free yourself up from something, you're going to stop behaving like something should be or should not be, like I must do this. Maybe you're just going to let go. And maybe you're just going to feel like you are at a different place in your life as a result of this whole scenario. Because the collective doesn't just stay in the collective, it trickles down to our personal lives. And if you're someone that has planets in the 22s or 24s of cardinal signs, you're really feeling this. So it's, you know, it's Cancer, it's Capricorn, it's Aries, it's Libra. And these things are profoundly um, obvious when they happen that, that your life is changing. If you've got a cardinal planet at that degree, well, hey, you know, that's a, that's a big shift for you. So if you're, you know, born in, you know, around the 10th of July or on 12th of January or so, you're going to feel these things, you know, um, 10th of October. Um, and then, of course, like around the 10th of April or so, 12th of April. Um, so this is something that's really, really... Uh, sort of unprecedented in our lifetime and we are dealing with a major shift and I said that was going to be the end of an era and it could be an end of an era individually collectively but it's usually both when it's Saturn and Pluto so here we are Mars and Pluto together tomorrow I advise you I know everyone is sort of irritable right now because maybe they're going stir crazy find something to learn if you if you are just home and you're working but then you have spare time clean out your closets clean up your garden <laughs> um learn a new thing learn a language read a book do something it's gonna get old to keep watching television and netflix and stuff it's gonna get old so get get something and start something new now Find something to do. This is cardinal energy. Mars and Pluto together are like Mars is an initiator. It's in Capricorn. It likes being in Capricorn. It is really good there. It gets a lot accomplished. So it's time to get something accomplished in your life that makes a difference to you. And everyone needs to do that right now. And everyone needs to try to 
divine what is on the other side of this for them. What is happening that is changing in their life and what does this mean? Where does it take them? What journey are you on as a result of this? And everybody's on a journey right now, but individually there's some journey. Maybe you're like, you know what? I lost my job because of this thing. So I have to find something else to do and you're going to find it because you're home and you're trying to figure out what to do. Uh, and it comes to you. When you step back, when you rest, when you meditate, when you take it easy, you have new insights and new um, sensitivities. Things come in a way that they haven't before. So it's really important to pay attention to all of that. Do some journaling. And, you know, I'm always telling people to meditate. So I think that's a good thing to do right now because you, you need to tap into something much deeper that's going on with yourself. If you feel frightened by these events, of course, reach out to people. But these events, and you're not, if no one's sick around you and you're not sick and you're healthy, thank God, you know, and, and it's just frightening, then you need to look at why it's frightening and go deeper with it. And is it because of money or is it because of you don't know what you're going to do next or what's coming? Stay with it. Feel it. Stay with it. Don't ignore it. Don't just like look for things outside of yourself to take the feeling away. Stay with it. Go within. Hey, if anything, <laughs> I think it's interesting that we're all being asked to stay in or stay home as much as possible, you know, because we are it's it's a needed time for us to go within because everybody's on their phone and their computer and people will still do that. I had no internet last week, so I had to work still with, um, you know, I had to piggyback on other people's Wi-Fi because um, of no internet. Now, I'm not someone that's constantly on social media, but it was really inconvenient. And yes, it caused me to, you know, step back a lot. And I did other things, which were great. But, um, but my point is, you know, you, you know how to step back and put the phone down and get something else going in your life. Saturn went into Aquarius yesterday. Um, I wrote a blog. If you would like to see it, it's called Chaos and Saturn's Ingress into Aquarius. It's on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, Astrologer's Thoughts. That's my blog. Um, it, I made a link to it on my Twitter, which is at Deb Astrology. Um, Saturn in Aquarius is dignified. That means that the planet likes to be there. And so that's a good thing for us. Saturn was in Aquarius 1991 to early 1994. I think it might have stepped into Pisces a little bit during 1993, but it really, you know, stayed in Aquarius pretty much for three years. And that was the last time it was in Aquarius. So if you were around then, if you were an adult then, and you know what your life was like, think about your life back when Saturn was in Aquarius. And it's important to... Um, notice what this looks like in your life if you feel that things are changing. Yeah, so something shifted on Thursday when the sun went into Aries. Something shifted last night when Saturn went into Aquarius. And the sun and Saturn are really in tandem. And they are making what we call a sextile to one another that was exact on Thursday the 19th. And that is a smooth aspect. So the sun and Saturn are talking to one another. Um... Okay, so Aries is a very 
straightforward direct sign. They're, they, you know, they're very, very sharp. They've got lots of talents, and they initiate, and they don't, they're not patient people. They just want to get things done, right? So, and then there's, you know, so this is, this is the season. We're in what is technically the Aries season, and people know that up north, the spring equinox started. And then there's Saturn that has changed signs. It's stepped into a new sign for the first time since the end of 2017. Aquarius is the sign of the individualist, the revolutionary, the person who's contrary to a certain degree. Um, Aquarians are altruistic. They want to do something big for the world. They want to contribute. They, they look at things globally. They look at things in a bigger way. They have personal concerns, of course, but they really, their mission is not one that is, you know, a, an experience of like very personal things. Theirs is to help people. It's always about helping people um, for an Aquarius and or getting something done in the world. And, you know, for this time, um, we are in something very strange. And so maybe people are going to start stepping up and learning a different way to pitch in on this earth. That would be Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn in Aquarius, I mentioned in my blog, is also this, Aquarius is a social sign. It's, the, it's a sign that rules organizations and clubs and, and also mobs, <laughs> mobs and gangs. So where there's um, gatherings and, and communities, Aquarius rules communities, Saturn is saying, mm, sorry, your community has to happen in a technological way online, so to speak, because which is Aquarius, technical things is Aquarius, technology is Aquarius. Saturn going into um, Aquarius says you've got to, uh, Saturn is boundaries. Saturn is often isolation. Saturn is often, Saturn Aquarius is often isolation from the group or learning to how to get along in the group, even though you might not like to be part of a group or you don't like the group dynamic. Saturn in Aquarius is like, mm, I really do need to be, in a community, how do I do that effectively in my life? Um, but also right now, everybody's sort of isolated because that's what's happening um, in our world. But, you know, Saturn is a boundary and Aquarius is communities. And so we all have to have these boundaries where, where there, there's this social distancing, which is a new word. And there's something that arrived out of this um, experience, um, you know. Um, so what we're doing is, um, we are looking at Saturn, which is the planet of, you know, rules and regulations and responsibility and duty and boundary and hard work. And we're applying it to the sign of the individualist, the person who likes their freedom and independence more than anything, the person who is a community leader, the person who likes to bring people together. And where is that in your chart? Where's Aquarius in your chart? Now Saturn has shifted from Capricorn to Aquarius. It will stay there for a little while. We got a little while of Saturn in Aquarius and then it's going to go back into Capricorn again. But when it returns to Aquarius in December, around the 17th of December, it's going to bring, um, it's going to bring us to Jupiter. So Saturn and Jupiter are going to conjunct 
at the end of this year, but we'll be, we'll get to that. So Saturn has changed signs. The sun has changed signs. What feels different to you? Where do you feel like you want to make a contribution? I know I would like to be useful and make a contribution um, in this time. So where can we all make a contribution to the collective, to the whole, to the greater being of the world right now? Where can we work together even though we can't be together, we're apart? How can you use our technology, Aquarius, to speak to the collective, Aquarius, um, about something community-oriented, Aquarius, to do something that's going to benefit everybody? Um, so what does that look like to you? How can you do that? Um, today I conducted a little group here in, of our, of our, um, residents. I, I did an essential oil workshop this morning and the reason I did that was twofold to do something fun and different and interesting and educational for everybody. And the other thing is that essential oils are really helpful, um, you know, lemon, just think about a lemon. Think about lemon and putting it on your cutting board. Um, when you have meat or something, you know, detergent's fine, but lemon really kills all the bacteria on your cutting board. Um, so if you look up essential oils and things to do with them, um, that's what we did today. We made essential oil blends to help everybody health-wise and spirit-wise to keep their spirits up and to keep their... Um, to keep, you know, just sort of something nice and fragrant going in their life, um, to keep their their um, emotions elevated. So, in the meantime, there is a new moon on Tuesday, the twenty fourth, and it is at about four degrees of Aries, and. We have, uh, the moon is in Pisces right now, and it's going to leave tomorrow and go void, of course, and be mostly void tomorrow from 10.51 a.m. Eastern Time to uh, 8.58 p.m. And when it goes into Aries. And then the next morning at 5.28, it's going to have a new moon. So Tuesday's a new moon. Good th time to start something new. Think about what it is between now and then that you would like to do to make a contribution during this time. Um, and then what will be in Aries for the next couple of days after that. So it'll be, you know, later on Monday, then Tuesday, then Wednesday. Thursday, it's void in the middle of the night and goes into Taurus at 9.37 a.m. Eastern Time. And then it's in Taurus again for the Friday, Saturday, um, only for a couple of hours on Saturday, void in Taurus. And then it goes into Gemini at 9.38 p.m. Eastern Time. And then it moves to uh, Gemini and it stays there and, and then the 30th Mars goes into Aquarius so a week from tomorrow Monday Mars will go into Aquarius um, so what is it um, that you want to be doing this is a creative time as well Mercury and Uranus are sextile today this is very good this is good for big thinking you know articulate thinking articulate speaking it's excellent for that uh, Venus and Neptune are sextile. This is very good for creativity and spirituality and inspiration. So do something creative. We talked about Mars and Pluto conjuncting, for the, and they only do that once every two years. And the last one I remember was very powerful and complicated during, during that time. So keep your head on. I know people are going stir crazy. Find something productive to do with that Marsy energy. 
if you if you move your body tomorrow, it's going to be a really good use of that Mars energy. You move your body. These next couple days, get outside your into your garden, in your personal garden. If you can't go out of your house, maybe you have a garden, maybe you have a backyard, maybe you can go in your backyard and like, you know, take care of things. Um, clean your closets, clean out your desk, clean out your computer. But move, do something that's like productive. Move your body, clean your house. <laughs> Even if you have a housekeeper, maybe your housekeeper can't come right now. Clean your house, scrub things that haven't, clean your garage. <laughs> You know, clean things that that need it that haven't been done. Get to those old chores. Um, another lovely aspect we're going to have on the twenty eighth, which is next Saturday, is Venus trying Jupiter, and Venus is going to make a trine to Jupiter and Pluto on the same day because Jupiter and Pluto are coming very close together, and we're going to talk about that a whole lot because by the fourth they will be exactly conjunct, um, and that is a very powerful aspect. So next week we're going to talk more about that, and I can't believe we're approaching the end of March. So, new moon in Aries, good time to start something new. Um, Jupiter and uh, Pluto are coming together. Great time to empower yourself. Venus is going to touch both of them on Saturday. What a delicious energy. Terrific. Beautiful. Create something beautiful in your life. And use up this Marsy energy. Use it to make yourself, you know, get active, exercise, do something with your body. And other than that, um, if you want to consult with me, we can do a Zoom consultation. My website is goldenastrologer.com. You can book it right directly online. My Twitter is at devastrology. I'm starting to use Instagram again a little bit. It's the same one, the Golden Astrologer, but uh, it's still a bit messed up from being hacked last month. Um, so far, it's okay. Um, and read my read my latest blog it's on my website at astrologers thoughts at thegoldenastrologer.com i thank you for listening um and just on a creative note today is the 90th birthday of stephen sondheim who is a maestro of the broadway stage happy birthday mr sondheim and congratulations 90 years old i went to an a uh, celebration of his 80th birthday 10 years ago at a theater event with uh, had all sorts of luminaries who sang and performed his songs who had been mainstays in his productions. Um, thank you for your gift to this world, Mr. Sondheim. And thank you for listening to me. And my name is Deb McBride. And uh, get in touch. Thanks so much. Have a good week.